Uh, I'm going to do another ranking video for movies. And this time I've selected 1997. Uh, top 10, of course, as usual. Uh, but uh, a few uh, m movies from that year that didn't make the cut. The first notable absence from this list is Titanic. It swept the boards in the awards season. Best picture, best director, best actress. Uh, but I'm not very impressed with it. Uh, it's not my type of film. Oh, it also got best supporting actress uh, nominations. Hoodlum, uh, which is a gangster movie uh, starring uh, Lawrence Fishbone, uh, Tim Roth and Andy Garcia. Particularly like this one, 1930s Harlem uh, gangsters. Uh, and uh, Absolute Power, Clint Eastwood movie, he's in it with Jane Hackman. It's about politics and murder. Uh, and Donnie Brasco, Mike Newell's film starring Al Pacino, Don Johnny Depp and Michael Madison. It's about an undercover FBI agent played by Depp who infiltrates the mafia. Uh, and the boss is, well, who else? Pacino. Uh, and it did get a nomination for adapted uh, uh, screenplay, this one. And uh, Face, uh, a very good movie. Uh, it's another gangster movie, but this one is set in, uh, in England. Uh, it's about a heist that goes sour. Lots of violence, lots of cockney, cockney dialogue. Uh, stars uh, Robert Carlyle and Ray Winston. Um, might have a problem for American listeners with that accent. And the last one I want to say that Mr. Cut, which is a little bit of a surprise really, maybe for too many, was The Full Monty. Uh, this is Sheffield, this is unemployment, and it's about a collection of men who get together a Chippendales type act uh, at various venues to raise money. The Chippendales, of course, were notorious for their strip tease shows. And uh, this one actually got a Best Picture nomination and a Best Director nomination for Anthony Castagna and the original play. So those are the ones that didn't make it. So stay tuned and you'll find out what 10 did make it. At number 10 is Deconstructing Harry, the latest Woody Allen movie. Allen stars. He's a critically acclaimed novelist, uh, but his novels... Uh, the topic of them are his previous sexual relationships, which ben ben basically breeds a lot of problems with his ex-lovers. Uh, and, of course, he also visits his uh, quack uh, frequently to discuss uh, how his uh, sexual needs are not being met. It's a real hoot. Uh, it's uh, probably no better or no worse than a ton of his movies, but I love it. Uh, and there's a tremendous opening scene. Uh, at a sort of uh, garden party where he, uh, a, a character in the movie is seen uh, fucking uh, some uh, woman in, in a room whilst viewing the spectacle of all the party goes on the lawn. Oh yeah, and uh, in comes a blind grandparent who doesn't understand what all the grunting's about. Okay, uh, to nine, uh, The End of Violence, directed by Vin Vendors, and it stars Bill Pullman and Gabriel Byrne. This is a, a, a pretty difficult movie to grasp. It's a, what I was 
what is described as a neo-noir thriller uh, about social decay and human isolation. Uh, it uh, has three storylines that sort of gravitate towards each other, uh, which involve government conspiracies, uh, mystery murders and missing persons. And it's an intriguing puzzle. Uh, may have some similarities with David Lynch movies. Right, and this is uh, Affliction, directed by Paul Schrader, starring Nick Nolte, James Coburn and Sissy Spacek. Uh, Coburn received uh, the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for this, Best Supporting Actor for this performance. And it's a tremendously tense, dramatic story of a broken relationship between Nolte and his father, Coburn, and the two are awesome in this. There's quite a lot of violence. There's quite a bit of flashback to for when uh, Nolte was a young boy. He is Wade Waterhouse, and his father lives in an isolated sort of farm setting miles away from the city. We get a good look at Nolte's failed adult life, He's uh, divorced and desperately wants contact with his daughter, uh, but he, he, he actually works three or four jobs uh, in the small little town. Uh, but he has a strong sense of right and wrong. And then there's, of course, Coburn, played by Glen uh, Waterhouse, played by Coburn, uh, and the scenes involving him are extremely harrowing. Don't miss it. It's an absolute delight for moviegoers, but not a nice topic. At seven is The Boxer, uh, Jim Sheridan's uh, look uh, at uh, Northern Ireland uh, at the height of the uh, troubles with the uh, Irish, uh, sorry, the uh, Protestant and Catholic communities and the British uh, uh, forces. And it stars Daniel Day-Lewis and uh, also uh, Emily Watson plays uh, a friend of Lewis's uh, wife and the IRA Don is played by Brian Cox. Lewis released from prison after taking the rap for an a IRA job that went wrong uh, and it's a, a, a tremendous piece of work uh, which highlights the political troubles and the power of loyalty, rules, violence and the difficulties to love, love someone who ha hasn't come from the uh, group uh, that the powers decide you must be. Uh, get to watch it, it's called The Boxer. I think I'm talking too long on these, so I'll try and quicken them up. Number six, Goodwill Hunting, Gus Van Zandt directed, Robin Williams, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Affleck and Damon were re re responsible for the script. Uh, he's a, uh, Dame's a lowly school at janitor with exceptional mathematical abilities uh, who undergoes therapy with the quack Williams uh, because he uh, has a tendency to get into trouble with the priest and is on parole. And that was the condition of the parole that he uh, go to therapy. Uh, this won a lot of awards. Uh, well, it was nominated for a lot of awards. Uh, best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Williams, One Supporting Actress for Minnie Driver, and uh, nominations for Supporting Actor, and won the original uh, play 
uh, screenplay uh, award. So get to watch it. Uh, great performances by the two main leads. Quicken this up. Number five, U-Turn, directed by Oliver Stone, starring Sean Penn, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, Nick Nolte and Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, I, I love this movie. A, a man owes some money to a gangster, the man being Penn, and he's on his way to deliver the payment when his car breaks down in a small town. Uh, he manages to track down uh, the mechanic, played by Thornton, uh, who agrees to fix the car. But, of course, he's got no money uh, because... Uh, well, he has got some money, uh, but it, uh, but uh, he, he then loses that money uh, in the town and he therefore can't pay the mechanic. Uh, and uh, Daryl, the mechanic, played brilliantly by Thornton, holds him to ransom on that. And then he meets uh, Lopez and eventually uh, worms his way down to the gangster's place played by Nolte. Uh, it's a real great watch. Number four, Jackie Brown, directed by Quentin Tarantino. It stars Samuel Jackson, Robert De Niro, Pam Greer and Paul Robert Forster. Forster won the Best Supporting Actor, uh, sorry, was nominated for the Best Supporting Actor uh, for his performance. It's basically a crime movie. It develops into a twisty affair with double crosses and triple crosses. It's littered with uh, trademark uh, uh, Tarantino uh, direction, witty dialogue, unexpected gunfire. It's got 70s pop tunes, close-ups of uh, women, uh, 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 and uh, Greer is transporting drugs. Uh, she's a flight attendant, and so she's worming away through customs. Uh, but uh, she ends up getting caught uh, she does work for John Jackson, who's a gun dealer, uh, but she gets caught and that basically uh, puts the uh, issue of trust in uh, Jackson's mind at uh, issue. And uh, he employs Forster, who's a sort of, uh, uh, he basically is a, he supplies money, uh, a bit like a, the name escapes me, but he's he's employed by uh, Jackson to keep a close eye on Greer uh, and uh, supply the money to uh, the authorities so she can get out on bail. Good movie, not his best, but still a very good watch. Jackie Brown. We're getting close to the top. Uh, number three is Lolita. A uh, remake of Kubrick's uh, 62 movie, directed by Adrian Lin and starring Jeremy Irons, Melanie Griffith, Frank Longala and Dominique Swain, who plays Lolita, based on the Nabarkov novel. Uh, it's an entrancing, heartbreaking story about a man's sexual predatory intentions for a young teenager, if you didn't know. Irons is superb as Humboldt. Griffith uh, is the affectionate star mother competing with her daughter for attention and Swain puts in an extraordinary performance as the young child. It's worth watching, no doubt, and it's my number three. To two now, then, LA Confidential, Curtis Hansen's directing. Uh, it's got a, a glut of uh, stars in this. 
Uh, Russell Crowe is uh, a cop there. It's mainly cops in this. He's a, a, a bit of a short-fused cop who gets angry pretty quick. Guy Pearce, he's a by-the-book sort of cop, a conformist. And then Kevin Spacey is the cocky and confident one. They're all, they're all caught up in a crooked sort of corrupt scandal set in the 50s. It's a, a real new film noir of its uh, time. And it was very successful. Uh, nominations for uh, Best Picture, uh, Best Director, Best Supporting Actress to Kim Basinger. And she actually won that award. And it also won for Adapted Screenplay. screenplay. So get to watch it. Uh, it's a good watch. LA Confidential. Number one then, 1997, As Good As You It Gets, directed by James Brooks, starring Jack Nicholson, Helen Hunt, and Greg Kinnear. Uh, this is a comedy, a romantic comedy as such, I guess. It's a witty tale of neighbours in an apartment block. Melville uh, is Nicholson's character. He has a comfortable routine. He's a writer. He's re semi-retired. He takes breakfast at a nearby coffee shop. And he enjoys flirting with Hunt's character, Carol, who's the waitress. Uh, uh, but he's very ill at ease with regard to his gay neighbour, Kinnear, and particularly dislikes the dog owned by Kinnear. Uh, it's a comedy story, as I said, and it develops from there. Uh, lots of awards for this one. Uh, nomination for Best Pick. Uh, Jack won the Best Actor nomination. Uh, Ad as did Helen Hunt for the Best Actress. Uh, nominations for Kinnear for uh, Supporting Actor. And uh, nominations for Original Screenplay. So there we are. It's taken a bit of time to get through. That's my top 10 picks for 1997. Uh, be interested to get your comments on these. Uh, and I did miss out on Wag the Dog. I didn't mention that. And quite another that sort of got awards, particularly for the females. But uh, that's my best anyway. Uh, and so thanks for listening.